Welcome to Pitch Talks. All right, bro. So let's get it popping, man. So let's see. Just let's just go through the intros real quick. Man, how's life, man? How's it going? Like I always say, blessed and highly favored. Probably even more blessed than usual around around this time. We um put some money together, got some savings up, and bought a house, man. Bought a house. So, like I said, blessed and highly favored, man. Been been working and it's paid off. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. It paid yeah. A little bit of patience. Being, doing the right things and then you know she's been blessing just fall. Um yep. same thing for me, man. Like it's been amazing, man. It's, you know, the <laughs> past couple of weeks, you know, I started a new job. It's um it's put me in the right position where I'm I'm back to where I'm supposed to be at probably like three, four years ago in my opinion. But <laughs> like, I'm back on track finally though it's such a blessing. I'm super like happy and ecstatic, you know, ecstatic at this job. It's it's gonna be a great opportunity for me to like get to the next level. You know, I should have been here a long time ago, but I'm just truly blessed, man. Especially after everything I've been through the past couple of years. It's I'm I'm blessed. So definitely not gonna complain. Like life is good. Like, you know, it's gonna be really great, you know, in the future. So can't complain, man. Yep. So the first game is your is your people's man. So let's just get into it, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, not not a whole lot to say, just because I don't have a lot from from Leicester this game. I think I don't know. It's it's weird in soccer. Like you got eleven people on the field, on the pitch, whatever you want to call it, and you would think that one player wouldn't make that big of a difference. But Leicester was missing Telemans, and you could feel you could feel it. Like they just didn't have any production out of their midfield because he's their one like midfield player that win the ball back, play the ball forward, like it it hurts. And I'll probably mention it later, but Everton don't look the same without Decore, and they haven't since he's gone out. And Telemans is that big of a player for their team. It sucks when one player kind of like really can change the way you play. Your whole but part. yeah, it really just changed the whole, the whole, I don't know, the whole like build up on your team. Like you just don't, they just don't look the same team without Telemans, and he was hurt. So yeah, Chelsea pretty get, much <laughs> say what? If you can't get into your set that you rely on, just say yeah. I'm, I'm watching the same thing in the NBA. Yeah, if you can't get into your sets and you rely on your best players, then you're gonna struggle, and especially yeah. when you're young, and it matters. When team, they're, they're they're a good team, like they could they mm-hmm. they can score a lot. Um, they're but in this game, they were neutralized, not just because of the, the greatness of the defense. It was just yep. they're missing dudes and and they can't. Yeah. They don't have they don't yeah, they don't have a replacement for Telemann, sadly. Like they don't have a second man that can replace him. I mean, and he's just one of those players, like I'm not gonna say he's like LeBron, but he's like a star player to the point where without him, like your whole game plan kind of has to change and that's what they struggled with i think that's why lester didn't look as good as they normally would look um but anyway to talk about chelsea uh we i would say we did pretty well in possession like it's weird seeing us as a possession team because we weren't normally like that but tuko got us keeping the ball um we score a lot off of headers we got a nice early header from rudiger this game great ball in 
he just heads it home. Probably, probably say what. The difficulty on that header was like, yeah, man, yeah, to be going yeah. away from the ball, like, <laughs> he's running from the goalie to, you know, to, to, yeah, to that yeah, where you can make that header in the corner. That's like you just have to have guys that can make those make plays like that. They're on your defense. Yep, yep, just, yep. yep. It helps. It helps that the ball was really good, but Rudiger, Rudiger did. He had a lot left to do, and he he did it perfectly. He did it perfectly, and the way, the way he headed the ball, like the goalie really is not going to have a chance. Like where the ball came from and where it ended up, the goalie's not going to have a chance. And Smeichel's one of the best in the league, easy, like no debate. But he he didn't have a chance on that one. Um, they did respond though. They did respond pretty quickly. And they did get a goal, but it did get called back for offside. It was it was clearly offside. Um, the offside rule is interesting because sometimes defenders will just let them play the ball through because they know they're offside. And this one, I feel like we actually weren't in great position, but he just happened to run offside, so we'll take it. Um, so I, I can't say it was like good defending from us. It really was just him running offside. Like he had more space than we should have allowed him. Um, but other than that, like, I didn't see a whole lot from Leicester. And even if they were to bring some, like, we got great defenders like Rudiger. Uh, I think Chalaba played this game. He's great. And if you get past those defenders, like, we got a top five goalie in the world. You could argue first. Like, he's he's been ridiculous this year. He's been almost unbeatable. Like, most of the goals that get scored against him are penalties. Um, but anyway, let me get back to, like, the goals at least. Um, N'Golo Conte picks up a ball after Reese James. I think I think Reese James beats his man and then passes it to Conte. Conte just basically drives into the box. No one picks him up. And he takes it on his left foot from, like, I think just outside the box and scores on Smike. I was very surprised at this. Because Conte doesn't take shots with his left foot. He doesn't take that many shots in general. This isn't his game. So for him to run through the defense and score this left-footed shot, it's like Tuchel just got the boys playing with so much confidence right now. And I'm loving it. I'm loving it because everyone who goes out there thinks that they're going to get a goal. It's crazy. Like, it don't matter if they're a center back. It don't matter if they're a wing back. Like, everyone out there is a goal threat. And I think... If you think about basketball, it's like if you have somebody like Anderson Verjao or let me think of who else just doesn't really score. It's like you can play off of them, like almost like they used. Yeah, almost like they used to do Rondo. You know what I mean? When they can get away with it, like the way we're playing, you really can't play off of anybody. Like that's how it would translate. Like everybody's trying to score goals. Everyone out there is a threat. The best comparison from an NBA standpoint would be the Warriors. Mm-hmm. It's where everybody mm-hmm. uses the threat to, to score. That's the that's, yep. the that's what separated the Warriors from all the other teams. Like all these other dudes, everybody can shoot. So you, you yep. can't play off people. You can't overhelp once you like you know your defense suffers on penetration. You can't make it up by rotating because everybody has a threat. And that's everybody's what, dangerous. Yeah, You can tell with Chelsea the way they're playing. Everybody can score. And yep. it's the same with City. That's why I think we, we, we can mess with y'all. Like, we got a yeah. shot. It's because yeah. it's not – we don't we just rely on a great striker to finish all our goals. We're not like West Ham or 
Yeah. Like United would rely on a striker to score their goals. We, anybody can score. And Mix it up, yeah. You don't know where it's coming from. Um, but, yeah, so I think that was all in the first half. And in the second half, pretty much controlled the game, like defended well. Um, Ziyech actually linked up really well with Pulisic in the second half. Like he hit him once for a pass and Pulisic didn't finish it. And then he got him again and he actually finished it. Um, a lot of Chelsea fans on Twitter give Ziyech a lot of s- slack, I think, or whatever you want to say. Like they don't, they're not a huge fan of him, but he had a really, he had a really good game. He subbed on in the second half, could have had two assists. I mean, getting ahead of ourselves here, but he had an amazing Champions League game yesterday. Like, he was amazing. I think he ended up getting an assist to Timo at the end. So that'll go on his stats. But if you look up this man's highlights from this game, like, he was just controlling the ball, passing it along, and just making passes where it didn't look like there was an angle and he was just connecting with people. Like, he he was brilliant, brilliant that game. But always nice to see Pulisic get a goal for the U.S., uh, and it's nice for him to get a goal for Chelsea too. I think he scored for the U.S. like earlier in the week, and then came and scored for us. And I'm like, all right, he's finally trying to get fit again. That's what I like to see. Um, but yeah, that's that's about it for that game. Wasn't too too much of a threat from Leicester, but um, nice to see us get another clean sheet. I mean, it's becoming a habit, and I love it. <laughs> a habit I love to see. <laughs> So we're coming off a international break, and mm-hmm. so what's your season takeaways this far? Obviously, you're feeling good. <laughs> right. Yep, yeah, we uh we top of the league, so I can't complain. Um, but yeah, I, I might have my timing right, but y- you mentioned Solskjaer. He's a uh, He's no longer at the wheel. Ali is no longer at the wheel is what they what they be saying. Um, <laughs> he finally. We're going to get to that later. We're going to get oh, to that okay, later. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll wait on it then. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, obviously you feeling good. You're on top of the league. So, we can move on. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. Play, player to match, I had Conte because he's not supposed to be scoring goals and he scored a goal. And he did what did and he and he did what he usually does and that's defend and help win the ball back. So gotta be Conte for me. <laughs> yep, all agreed. He he shined in this game. I was glad I was happy to see Mount out there, like getting his minutes. Like Mount is he's he's back on he's back in shape and fit. So y'all y'all problem. Hold that about it. <laughs> All right, so the next game is the Wolves versus West Ham. Interesting game, just from a league standpoint. Yep, yep. Um, Cresswell and Ben Rama, for me, um, they shaved up early. Um, Mm -hmm. They they scored a lot of opportunities. Um, Both teams' defenses made mistakes. Um, Very active game. I liked it. Uh, that's my initial thoughts on the game. It's really, you know, just a competitive game. Yeah, yeah. I was, I would say the same thing. It, it felt like it was going back and forth, almost like a basketball game. There wasn't a whole lot of good defending, but no one was really taking their chances either. So, 
it was kind of like locked up for a little bit. No one can really get a goal. But you mentioned this during the game. Potence actually came to play, <laughs> which I love to see. He actually came to play. He, he's he been one of my favorite players the last couple seasons, and uh, he hasn't always shown up, at least this season. But he, he came to play. I saw him take a really nice shot. I got saved. He kept finding himself in space, and then obviously he's the one that gets the assist for Jimenez's goal. What do you think about that finish? Hey, great finish. Hey, but just right? on some, like, just a spiel about Potence. Like, yeah, the thing that, you know, for me, is a dude is literally, I don't know how tall the dude is, but fine. Hey, but, yeah. <laughs> but he's like, he's super skilled where he can make yeah. up for it. You know, it's, yeah. it's just like, a, like, you know, Messi's like the one, if not the greatest ever. And yep. it's because the skill is what separated him. It wasn't just because of the natural ability. So yep. Poden, he's not the super he's not super fast. He's not super nope. quick. He's just average in those ways. He's just he's just super skilled. Yep. And he's shifty, man. He's shifty. I'm great. I was glad to see him out there shining in amongst all the other giants. Because it reminds me when I see tape on myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Said he he, he got a little bit. You got a little me in them. You got a little me in them. <laughs> yeah, because when you're playing, you don't realize that they're, they're that much time. It doesn't feel that way, you know. Yeah. But when you see it on tape, it's like, yo, it's funny because that's how people see me when I'm playing. Like, that's how short yeah. I look. You know, I don't know how short I look when I'm playing because I'm out here dominating six-foot-plus dudes. So, like, <laughs> yeah, that was my biggest takeaway in this game, actually. But it was a great game. Yeah, yeah, same to me. That's that's what I had in my notes. I was like, Potence came to play. He got the assist in Jimenez. Like, not much else apart from that. Um, Wolves are kind of like on their way up. I don't know where they are in the table, but they they got some form. The coach got them playing all right. Um, they actually they actually doing decent, and I'm surprised because. Jimenez obviously had to come back from that injury and they're missing Pedro Neto, who was like my favorite Wolves player for a while. So, but they, but they figured it out. They brought in Wangi Chan, I think is how you pronounce it. And they, they've been figuring out how to win games, man. <laughs> Shout out to them. Yep, and they're sixth place. So they're, they're, they're competing. They're not, obviously they're not a threat to win it all. Or yeah. Like that, but they're playing well and they're, they're, at least they're exciting to watch. So they're, they're going to be a mainstay, especially in this podcast. If you want, I want the teams that like attack and play aggressive. Like, there'll be a team that, that we'll, we'll talk about. Yep, yep. Fun, fun team to watch as of late. Fun team to watch, and just another one that kind of surprised me this year because I thought after their coach left and Jimenez was coming back from injury and Pedro Neto's out, and I was like, nah, it ain't going to be that nice, but. Sixth place, man. Sixth place. <laughs> All right. So the next game is Liverpool versus Arsenal. It's supposed to be, in my opinion, a more competitive game. Just my initial comments. I don't have a whole lot to say because I right now I'm a hater of Liverpool because of how great they're playing. But <laughs> it's they're, they're Wow, what a dominating performance, and it's not a whole lot for me to say. I'll let you okay. get in and talk about this. He, all right, so I would say first half, 
I would say Ramsdale is continuing to impress me. He was he was excellent in this first half. He made a lot of saves and basically was just saying, I'm not going to let my team lose this game, at least in the first half. Like, we're not going out like that. Um, so, he, yeah, he, he was making a lot of saves because Liverpool created a lot of chances early on. Um, but then I think towards the end of the first half, Trent plays beautiful ball in off a free kick and uh, Mane heads it in. And that was the end of the first half. And then, of course, in the second game, I mean, second half, the floodgates were kind of open. Uh, I yeah. think one more one more thing to mention in the first half, you probably noticed this, but Pep and uh, Arteta <laughs> got into a little bit of an argument, it looked like, on the sideline. I don't I think it I think they were arguing over a player getting fouled or not getting fouled or something like that. And. I don't know. Like they had to be held back. They almost came to blows. It was crazy. <laughs> it's good to see coaches get into it, man. At least it's like, <laughs> you know, it was great. It, and like you said, Ramdell kept them in the game. Yeah, yeah. Man, without them making crazy saves, like. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Ro- I mean, rolling on into the second half. Um, Exeller Arnold, you know, yep. Trent, yeah, Trent had to. Wait, how did how did the second goal come about? Do you remember? So no, the first one. Exeller yeah, the first one was Trent. The first one was Trent. Yeah, yeah, for the header, that that, mm-hmm. that that great header. Yep. Okay, okay, I think for oh yeah yeah I remember. Okay, so for the second goal, I think it's Arsenal just being sloppy. It's either the second or the third goal, but Arsenal is just sloppy for this, and they give the ball away. Jota picks it up. Yep, Jota picks it up, and he just sells one defender, and then he sells the goalie, and then just slides it in. Jota is like one of the most calm and collected people in front of the net. He really is. He does that kind of stuff like consistently, to where you think he's gonna shoot, and he's like, Nah, I ain't gonna shoot yet. I'm going to wait, and then he just finishes it. And he's really good off of either foot. Like, he's he's a dangerous player. He's a dangerous player. If he can stay healthy, like, he's a, another scary threat for Liverpool, for sure. He got set up in that position. Like, it, it, it was a lot of, you know, Arsenal messing up. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, Arsenal, yeah, Arsenal basically is to blame for that goal. Ramsdale couldn't save them that time. <laughs> but, yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. So, I, mean, I, um, I like Jota. I'm just not saying that. I'm not as a just as a city fan. I'm not worried about him in that way. He can I feel you. Play, I feel it's, you. It's, he could finish, but he needs to be set up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's why Trent. That's why Trent is so important to them because he's their creative player. But yeah, yeah. Um, I guess. I guess. Concern. Say it again. Trent is there. Trent is. The, yeah. Is our concern. Yeah. Yeah. He. Um. What else was I going to say? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I do give credit to Liverpool sometimes because the way they create a lot of their chances is with their press because they don't have that many creative players. It's basically Trent and Salah that create the most for them. But if they're not doing a good enough job creating, then they just try to create on their press. Like, that's that's just the way they're set up. They try to create havoc from their press. So I guess you could say... 
they kind of deserved the goal because they they were able to press and be in good positions. Um, but on the, on the third goal, I got to give Jota credit for this because a ball comes into him and he heads it towards I think Mane, and then Mane like sprints down and then like knocks it over to Salah and Salah scores and the header that he plays to Mane is like it's like perfection. And I'm not used to seeing Jata like really good in the buildup, but that that was a beautiful header right in Mane's path. Mane gets to sprint down and then Salah's getting a tap in. Like this man's too good for you to just be letting him get tap ins. Like it's, <laughs> he's too good. He's already too good. Like you can't give him you can't give him anything. So oh. <laughs> it was over anyway. Yeah, I mean, they gave up. <laughs> Drew's like, I don't have nothing else to say about Liverpool. They trashed. The game was over. <laughs> like, like, they just pile on. They, like, Arsenal gave up. Like, they gave up. So, like, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. And then uh, I got one last shout out for Henderson because Henderson played a really good long ball to set Mane up. And then Mane did a lot of work. Uh, and eventually, Minamino gets a goal for the fourth goal. Once again, I agree with you. I mean, Arsenal was pretty much out of the game. So at that point, that fourth goal doesn't really mean much, but they did get the fourth goal. Who's a man of the match for you? Uh, For me, man of the match. <laughs> Let's go back here. I mean, I'm going to give it to Trent. Okay. The way he exploded, but you know, they they died they died game, so you can give it to anybody in this game. But they they just keep rolling. They can play. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll give it to Ja to this game because he didn't get the assist with that header, but that set up a goal. He obviously got a goal, even though it was kind of given to him. So Jata for me this time. For me this time. <laughs> So let's we're gonna go through this next segment, bro. And then um after this random topic, we go through our TV show and movie recommendations, you know, that we're not so proud about. <laughs> after this topic, you can drop off and then we'll we'll finish on the, on the last game the key takeaways. All right, bro. All right, all right, bet. All right. Unless you got some soccer to talk about, unless you want to talk about soccer. <laughs> <laughs> I only I only hear it through you guys, so I gotta. Oh. I, I have too much. I have too much stress with the with the other sports, so I don't know if I can get emotionally invested <laughs> in in, uh, in another one. It'll stress you out for sure, man. Depending on what I team you pick. <laughs> I just dropped the Yankees because of this, man. Like, uh, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I, like as an Orioles fan, it's it's tough. Like I I don't have a ton of baseball <laughs> opinions, it, and it's always like. You know, I'm like, oh, did we win 50 games this year? You know, that's me as an Orioles fan. So yeah. there, there's too much. It's hard. There, it's, it's hard. There's there's too much emotional investments in sports that that I can't yep. 
I, there's, I can't add another team to that. To that. For no, I feel you. That's why I, I, I had to drop it. Yo, I, I, all, I all but dropped my basketball and football teams. I don't, I don't watch them anymore, man. I just watch soccer. That's it. That's it. <laughs> That's wild. You need more than one on one team. You know what? Nah, bro. I'm chilling. All right. So, all right. So, we, we will get this down, bro. All right. So, let's get on to our topic. And, um, you know, I'll cut this all out. But, all right. Just give me a second here and then we'll, we'll get started. I don't know. That was all good. I mean, the, a little sports psychology there, you know, how is it affecting the fans? Yeah, no. We, we were talking it's about stressing it. us out. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about it. All right. All right, so our random topic for today is three shows that, you know, maybe we're not too proud about that we watched that's great or that we think is good, and um, just recommendations for the audience. But let's just talk about um, our, our new guest. This is my brother. It's come through. He's going to work on the artwork that's going to be coming through soon. Yep, what it do. Yep, <laughs> what it do. So what's good, bro? Anything new? Uh, um, you know, I'm ready to chop it up. You know, I know we've been we're still discussing trying to get a football thing going. And uh once I get real equipment, we'll we'll get onto that, start chopping it up um on the broad on on the NFL stuff. But you know, good, you know, holiday weekend, love it, you know, living life. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. So, so let's just get into it real quick. Uh, I'll let, I mean, Dre, if you want to go first, I can go first. We just, I can give you. I mean, we, maybe we could, we could start with, with just, I mean, what, what do we consider? I mean, I took this as like the shows that maybe are guilty pleasures, you know, like, yeah, like it's yeah. not, it, it's not something like, like, so for me, I, I, I'm a snob when it comes to TV, you know, like I, you know, somebody asked me what my favorite show is, you're going to say The Wire, you know, you're going to say The Sopranos, you know, I enjoy good television, but I think there's, there's nothing wrong with admitting that we like to watch some messy, you know, some drama, some, some soap opera-esque, you know, mess on TV, like when the, sometimes when the quality yeah. is down, you know, that's what you want, something you can turn your brain off for, so, I mean, that's how I attack I attack this, and uh, I know you, you only said three, but I, I'm actually thinking of one more as I'm as I'm vamping right now. Oh, we'll, we'll I, I love this. Thing. I love this. You you got to go first because I might have to change some of mine. It seems like uh, you got well, some let, good let, ideas. Let's do, let's, do like, <laughs> let's let's do like one each. So I won't I won't give the full roll one, but I'll I'll start with um. So uh, of Netflix trash, which I think kind of <laughs> like ninety percent of the the content on there is not you know up to snuff you know it's not it's not written to be entertaining it's like hey we want you to sit here for for eight hours watching (laughs) this so so this one that i'm gonna off the rip is Ginny and georgia um on netflix oh that was gonna be one of mine i ain't gonna lie (laughs) i'm not oh man that was one of mine i mean i'm gonna use it still we we could both discuss this one but Ginny and georgia I I, i don't know if you have like a description ready but I mean, it's it's a teen it's a teen drama show. Yep. It's it's uh it's in the vein of the of the Gossip Girls or the um you know Pretty Little Liars esque kind of genre of of teen girl mess. Um, 
and the quality, you know, it, it is very, it is very like just petty white people on TV. And I, and I love, and I love petty yep. white people television. Yep. Um, so Bad. I would say, and, 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 and the worst part for me is that the hook for this show, it might be one of the worst, like when Netflix plays you like the ad, like they just play you a scene. It might be one of the worst scenes to hook somebody into this show. Because I don't know if you guys have seen this, but if you go over the thumbnail, they play the scene where Ginny like introduced her first day of class. And she does this weird, righteous takedown of her teacher where she's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, none of the books on here are Black writers. Oh, by mm-hmm. the way, my name's not Virginia. It's Ginny. And I was like, oh, my God. I hate <laughs> this, this is going to be girl. good, but it's going to be good, though, you know? So <laughs> yes yes and so and and so you would think with a show like that you're supposed to like maybe go on this journey and enjoy this character a little more you know maybe you relate to her and you kind of do in a sense but I honestly felt throughout the show that she only got worse as like a teenager I was like boy this would be a girl I'd hate to go to school with and and honestly it's kind of what makes it the most compelling is like she was like the girl you didn't know much about in your class, but she's got all this mess going on at home. And you like get to see like, oh yes, her life is terrible. I love it. I'm, and I'm glad. <laughs> so I, I, I don't know if you have anything to add to that, D, but you can, you can uh, go ahead. I think, I think the only thing, I mean, I just thought it, because everything that you said was, it was perfect. Like that's, that's the same thing that got me hooked. Um, Obviously, I don't want to spoil anything because people might go out and watch yes. it. But yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I'm, there, I'm, there was, the yeah, yeah. Go yeah, on the journey. Yeah, go ahead, and, go ahead and go ahead and try it out, man. I I love that we got you on here for this because you were you were prepared. You were more prepared than <laughs> me, and you 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 explained <laughs> it perfectly, and you didn't give away too many details to where they won't enjoy the show. Like, because yeah, it's is, it's, it's a wrong. mess. It's a mess, man. It's that show mess. is a mess. But do you know when? Like, is there a new season coming out? Did I already miss the new season? Because I just I randomly think, started I, I watching this show on my lunch yeah. breaks, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this this I gotta watch this all the way through. I gotta see what happens." <laughs> I, I, I don't. I'm not sure. It's it's not out yet, but it's definitely it definitely got renewed for one. So I mean, okay. um, it'll probably. I think it was early this year, so it'll probably be you know spring of next year if not if it's not already in production. So okay, yeah, that was okay. my first one. Uh, Drew should probably go then on his neck on his first one since we like that. I like that. <laughs> All right, so um, my number three, and while you was talking, I actually thought about a fourth as well, but I'll, I'll mention it a little bit later. Um, is actually Flack. Now, have you seen this? Anybody know about this show? Flack, Flack. Is it all right? Give us the network. I don't give know us about network. it. Let us know. Yeah. All right, so Amazon. Amazon. I don't know about. We got a little bit of time. All I'm right. pulling up. I'm pulling Prime right now. Yep. All right. I get a little bit of time. Just get a little bit of research. Just you know. Okay, it looks like a women's show from what I'm looking at. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Look like a drama. You'll, you'll see a theme. When, when uh, there's a theme. There's a theme of my shows that I watch. They're not for the, not, I don't think they're for the dudes, but you know, it's just some of these. All right. Anyway. So Flack is about this, this little snow bunny, right? That um, her job is. Uh, 
right. So her job is to be a crisis consultant, basically PR. So when things go crazy, like her job is to like, you know, settle things down, like from a media standpoint, you know what I'm saying? Like she's a crisis you know, counselor type of handler type of person, right? And she just works for this random company. You know, grew up with a bunch of trauma, whatever. I guess the daddy was a player, whatever. It's nonsense, nonsense. So she's like a damaged person who can't like be in a like a realistic relationship. She like kind of acts like a dude. Like she's like for relationship. She doesn't care about like commitment or like that. And she just blows up her own life. She does all these destructive bad things that you know. As a person that who came. You know, like trying to come up, like I cannot, I can't understand that mentality of just like constantly being self-destructive. You know, it's just like, you know, I have no idea why it's so, you know, attractive to me to watch the show. You know, but it's like, you know, she's like, it's it's so pathetic how destructive she is from a privileged standpoint. You know, she's not, from, you know, poverty or nothing like that. Like she can't relate from, to most of most of us are people like us that have to like make it like she's been given opportunities she's just blowing it up but she's also like super good in her field at being a because she's not emotional at all so she can just be like yo this is how we'll fix this and the way it'll seem like she's super talented at the end of this last week she got fired so but it's a great show um it's hella funny um the writers are great you can tell the writers are like the talented writers they, they can write comedy i don't know if she's funny as an actress yeah i've seen her on, in a couple of those things too but this is they did a great job with her in this one and it's it's a, it's, it's a great uh it's a great show all right i'm back on i'm i'm back here if uh were we still doing um you still doing black yeah, yeah he, I he just he just gave fine. the whole breakdown of it. He just gave the whole breakdown of it. Did did, uh, did you read this this um this this description for it on on Amazon Prime? Because no, I think it's, all right, give it to me. I have no idea. This, I think this is like I, whoever wrote this. Like congratulations, like you got me off the top here. It says, "All right, <laughs> bad behavior, great publicist. Ever wonder what the real world is behind these cele- celebrity gossip columns?" Flack has all the dirt. Oh my God. Four quick-witted and relentless Flackers led by Robin, played by Academy Award winner Anna Paquin. All right, I love it. Are tasked to make the best of their celebrity clients' terrible decisions. Will their ability to clean up their clients' lives translate to their own? I mean, I like... So So just picture me as a, you know... I mean, it's not like, it's a like a scandal. Old, no, just, just picture, yeah. picture me as a 70-year-old white girl Curled up in a you know, blanket and like after a hard day of school when she got really good and thinking, oh man, a new episode is coming out tonight in flag. Oh yes. Somehow I'm with, I'm with yeah, it. I'm watching I'm that. It. I'm watching I'm it. With it. No, but yeah, I, I mean I'm getting scandal vibes, but you know, you got the celebrity world in there too. You know, it's very it's, of it's, the times. I, it's it's I, corporate I scandal. It. Yep, it's great. It's corporate scandal. It's white girl scandal. That's what it is. I love it. I love it. Okay, um, <laughs> so since I, I stepped on on DeAndre's last time, so you can go with his his number two recommendation. Number three. Uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be my second one. But let me. All right, let me think of which one I want to do because 
because mine are bad like i feel like those were a little more towards the topic like because i i got two more but i feel like i mean because one of mine was handmaid's tale so mm -hmm. oh, okay no no <laughs> no so, let's, do, let's, do the, let's we can do the handmaid's tale discussion because there's okay, definitely cool. a, a very real uh you know reason why Ooh. i haven't watched this show because of okay. everything i've heard about it but go okay, ahead okay 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 all right so i won't i guess i won't go into too many details because i think if anyone hasn't watched it they kind of like know the premise of it mm -hmm. um and i feel like once i started watching it i'm like well, I, I'm really big on stories. Like I read a lot of books. I actually don't watch that many series. That's why this was really hard for me. Cause like, I don't, I won't sit there and watch a series. Cause I know I'll get hooked on it and I have to finish it. So I'll read right. like, I'll read like a book instead. So when I heard this one was a book, I'm like, all right, cool. You know, I'll, I'll read the book and I'll watch the series and I'll see how it goes. And, uh, of course, like it, I mean, it's interesting and it's, it's terrible. Like, <laughs> The things that the things that happen to them is terrible, but yeah, it gets, it's, it's a it brutal gets, show. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a ter like like I don't know how to explain it. Like a lot of bad things happen to these women, and you just feel yeah. so bad. But it's such an interesting story that you're hooked on it, and obviously you're rooting for them the whole time too. But it's like man, like because I think some of it's obviously based off true events, and you're just like, well, dang man, like were we that terrible to women? Like were we that bad? And yes it's just some of the things yes. that they went through some of the things that just went through and it, it really gets you hooked and it really makes you a fan of them more than anything i think and you just kind of keep rooting to them through the end have you watched it at all drew are you in the same boat as your brother you know i know actually no i've actually started watching it i watched it okay so i watched like what four you, or five episodes and then recently so, no no not recently oh, okay, so okay 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 I actually, me and you talked about this a while back. Actually, uh, talked about this show a while back. Okay, okay. But um, I actually stopped watching. Let me tell you why I actually stopped watching. It's kind yeah, of yeah. Let me know. Like, let me know so I can hear it from both not, of y'all. Yeah. It's not about <laughs> like it's a it's a good premise for like a show, and it's like kind of like creepy in a way that like you know like any of those scary type of shows are where yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it's so outrageous and like all right, all right, I'll watch it. But my problem was I already watched that main, so the main character that that shorty in uh, she was in yeah, Elizabeth, show. Elizabeth Moss. She, so yeah, Mad Men, Mad Men ruined her for me. So, oh Lord! <laughs> so I can't see her in any other way. In any other so, role? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and she she just doesn't do it for me. So I just couldn't as her as a main role. If you're gonna be uh, as a lead, main, you have you to be a super great actress, right? Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, I, I could, I could, I could see that. My, my, my reason that I didn't watch it, and it's not because I'm like, I'm, I'm not a Chad. I'm not gonna be like, oh, this, you know, feminist hit yep. piece on men. It, it's yep. like, for me, and 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 this is probably how a lot of like black people feel about like like depictions of slavery, you know, yeah. black trauma and all that. The, mm -hmm. the the show and the premise and everything I hear of it is is you know this idea of something dystopian and maybe this is sort of like a reflection of where we are as a you know our current moment how we yeah. feel about the, the world where i'm like like this this is still like very much people's attitudes towards women or how we like view women or like if you even think about with like 
everything politically with you know texas's you know um abortion laws and all that things yeah all of they're those nuts in texas yeah like this i feel it, it's too real it, it's it, too it, real it, to be watching it, this because it's still right. happening yeah it's like it's not like this distant reality like we yeah. live in a, in a metaphorical representation of this world already and um and it's and and i'm not somebody who who just re-watches things to, to escape but like this mm-hmm. is one where it's like oh like i i don't want to put myself in their shoes like it, it hurts like it's it hurts that, a little too much it's but, not um, that exciting that when you it for me it's not an exciting enough show where it, like, like you'll stick to it if you you have to really like get into those characters like to mm-hmm. continue to watch that show because it, it's like it's kind of slow kind of like breaking bad where it's like it's super slow and if you're not invested in the story the way you need to be invested you're not going to stick to the show but it's, i feel like people slow. i feel like people die die about will die about breaking bad though won't they aren't people crazy yeah but it show? was slow i started watching it, yeah slow, i started watching it, it and i stopped slow. because i was like yeah i can't keep doing this but and I have to say, <laughs> Elizabeth Moss and the, the main character, she was amazing in Invisible Man. So like, there's okay. no, it's not a diss on her acting ability. It's just like, if she was as good as she was in Invisible Man as she was good in, in this show, then maybe I would have stuck onto it. She's not that she, it is. It, that's why I didn't stick to it. I feel like you're not you're not drawn to her as this character, and that's that that you know that makes sense. Yeah, some people are really good at playing a certain type of character, and when they change roles, it's like I don't know, not yeah, the same. Yeah, she's, she's a very capable actor. I, I um, I, I recommend her a lot in Top of the Lake. Uh, the, I think she's in both seasons of that. It's like an Australian show, but that's a that's a real recommendation, and that's not what this segment is for. But um, let, let, uh, I was thinking of, so I'll I'll go to my number two. Um, and this is not a show that is. Um, so I was thinking of doing the morning show and there's a very easy lane for us to discuss the morning show as one of these shows that is very bad, but very enjoyable and entertaining to watch, but I'm not going to do it because I feel like me and Drew have this conversation in chat. Um, and, 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 and it's too of the moment. It's too, it's too recent. I feel like in the, in the, in the moment for me to recommend it, but I'm going to go to something similar in the show called unreal. Um, this was, a um, this was a lifetime show, I think, that went to like Hulu. Um, okay. And this is, it's it's about, it's like the behind the scenes of like a Bachelor type show. So it's like about reality television, but it's a scripted drama. And, um, and you know, like I, I'm, I'm a guilty Bachelor fan in my teenage years. I don't really follow this show like that anymore. But like I said, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes you like the mess. Um, but, but this <laughs> show, you know, there's, it, it gets, crazy and I, and, I, and I love it and I, and I, and it and it takes that ridiculousness of reality television but adds that extra layer of lifetime you know drama you know you might get kidnapped by you know the, a jogger at any moment kind of energy like y'all y'all know like the the, the lifetime like, kind of trope yeah 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 so, lifetime you know, women women are getting abused in lifetime movies like there's kidnapped. no there's it's happening you know, it's happening in a lifetime movie you just know yes. it. <laughs> be be on the lookout should be the, the name of the network yeah um, yeah not lifetime but, but <laughs> This this and this this show you know has a very you know messy main character you know my favorite um, she's a producer on the show and she like you know 
pretty much manipulates these contestants of this bachelor-esque type show. And obviously okay. she's very good at her job, but her work, you know, has a psychological toll on her that reverberates into her life. And, and, and so she, she deals with a lot of personal things. She, uh, you know, it's not a big spoiler to say, cause there's so many seasons, but she gets fired mm -hmm. off the show, obviously, um, <laughs> comes back, you know, as these things tend to happen, like in, in, in every show where somebody's bad at their job, they could never seem to escape. They're like, Oh, you know, I, I guess we need to keep hiring this person. This, this mm -hmm. is that, this is that level of drama. Who's and, this um, Who's this? and, uh, so this is the unreal, um, and it's available on Hulu. So that, that would be my, my number two recommendation. It's not. Who is the character you're talking about? Who, who? The main character of the show. I forgot her. I'm, I'm not remembering her name, uh, but it's one of those random. Um, and she's not a, she's not a, a well-known actress either, but hold on. I'm, I'm going to. Uh, is it Constance Zimmer? No. Oh, Constance Zimmer is, is, is the second. And she's like the, 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 the second lead on the show. Yes. Queen Constance Queen. Zimmer of, uh, of entourage fame for yes i, for I, was gonna say, yes. I know her i know her she's, she's good i don't know yes her. but the, the main character is rachel and she's the producer who's um who you follow throughout the show her point of view and she's a and she's a mess and it's another you know a, a lot of these are going to be messy white women shows but i i had another recommendation hope we can zag on that <laughs> but that that's my number two uh that's my number two shit right there this show this show all right, I mean, Dre, you can go. I can go, right? Or no, nah, go. You go, Drew. All right, all right. Drink, so, drink. all right. So yeah, I'm I only go got with, one left. <laughs> so actually, I'm gonna go with uh, Lucifer. Okay. Okay. So y'all, y'all seen any? Y'all seen Lucifer? I, Absolutely I, I've not. Seen no. Parts of Lucifer. I'm not. I so, seen yeah, it. This is yeah, this so one I'm not been super familiar with, but yes. Yeah. So it's got the boy Tom Ellis. The main character and uh Laura German. Um, she was on uh I think she was on Chicago Fire and then she left that show. Um, that little snow bunny, but she's like one of the main characters. It's a detective show, but it's it's not even a it's just one of those shows will get you invested in the characters, like yo, yeah. If y'all don't just like start dating, like get this show over with, like it's it's one of those shows where it's like hooks you on the idea, like y'all need to just get together and get this over. Because it's like yeah, can't the, keep the, learning every no, it's unbearable. Will they lead won't us they. on? Like, yeah, you like start rooting them on. And I don't know what it is. It's like this weird uh, white girl picket fence fantasy. <laughs> like in my head, it's got me addicted to these weird shows like that that are funny. But like the dude main character Thomas is hilarious. Uh, the writing's great. Um, but um, the main the main point of the show is like it's just like uh, it's like a for Christians it's like a it's a type of show that will upset Bible Belt type of Christians. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's like you know God is a black dude. It's just you know it's angels are on, on Earth and it's just like and the whole concept of Lucifer being hated is not. And he's like the protagonist of the show. I mean, the, the yeah, a show he, being called Lucifer. I don't think they need to push that hard. Yeah, no, yeah, so, stir the yeah, Bible so, belt. Yeah, a little bit. no, so that's why I don't. I feel like that's why comedy is like I like shows that are like super outrageous that are just mocking yes. the things that I believe because I think that's yes. funny. Like it's funny when you're mocking things that I actually believe in. Like right. that's funny to me. Like it's entertaining. Like. 
I like seeing other people's point of view because I've seen, I understand why people wouldn't be religious. I can understand mm. that mentality. It's not, it's not far-fetched to me. You know, I can understand that. So, and and this show isn't like I, I I like I I clutch my pearls when I see like the the sort of like the stuff in Sabrina like Teenage Witch the newer one where they're like literally like doing like demonic rituals and I'm like yo this is like a teen drama show like, this, this is dark dark, dark yeah this is oh no, no this is a comedy like, right, this this show is but, a comedy it's not yeah a yes 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 it's yeah, a comedy yeah. it's a comedy if you like beautiful women and decent writing you know and a, and a dude that can like handle his show i think thomas can be a lot of more things yeah he's a he's a solid lead. he's a solid he's, really lead. he's got he's, i like him he's got a lot of charm um they yeah wrote, i think they wrote, that, that's a very very good part for him great 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 and uh db even one sides in this one it's, it's it's a great it's a great show if you just like being entertaining when it comes to like silly jokes and like hopeless romantic type of vibes if you're feeling that day i don't know why that happens but it's just like it's just hilarious like you just like yo if you don't just date this girl to get this over with i feel like i waited five seasons for this dude just like, <laughs> like that, that would happen like in three days after i met her like why are you taking so long it's so upsetting that you continue to watch and you'll see that with my next my number one pick okay <laughs> All right, so my number one, once again, I feel like the genie in Georgia was the one that actually fit, but this one, um, that's right. So, God, I, I yeah, love, I, mean, I love this show. So the one, the I, my, I think my, honestly, genie uh-huh. in Georgia should be like the number one. That I think so too. Our, I think so too. I think so, Drew. Drew, if you, if you, if you haven't seen that one, Drew, you, you gotta watch it. Like it's, it's an interesting <laughs> show. And whenever you said that, I was like, dang, man, he, he's right. He's right about everything he said. But well, my other one, it doesn't really fit the category. I don't think. But uh, the good place. I don't know if y'all seen that. I figured it'd be nice to say off, after what Drew said. Off, off the, <laughs> yeah, this is a good off the back of Lucifer, I think. Yep, like, yep, yep. Yeah, I was this like, is oh, this is this is perfect. This is perfect. So this is uh Kristen I, Bell like, I, I haven't seen I, know, I haven't you haven't seen the good place? No, I say Kristen Bell is in this one. I think I like this one. Yes, okay, okay, yes, okay. Kristen so Bell. she she's hilarious in this show. I don't I don't know too too many shows that I've seen with her in it, but she's she's very funny in this show, and so is the uh basically the guy that ends up being with her, his name's William Jackson Harper, I think it says. Yes, William Jackson he's, Harper. Okay. Yeah, he's, I, I, I don't, he's I cheaty. What character's name is. Yeah, yeah so he's he's, he's he's cheaty in the show, and it's just it's just an hilarious a hilarious show where basically they get tricked into thinking, hope they ain't giving too much away that they're going to the good place, and they kind of get called out on all their I guess you would oh, say sins. Me. Yeah, I guess you would say sins that, uh, they they didn't think were too bad but it kind of like got them to where they were mm-hmm. but uh but yeah overall it's a, it's a it's a it's a great show and it's basically about the group of people trying to work their way uh into the afterlife into into the good place into heaven you know we're we're all trying to go you know yeah and it's yes. and it's kind of like their journey and how they got to where they were and how they want to do better but 
it's it's a it's a great show like it's yes. it's hilarious like you, you're is, not going to get good, through this show without laughing it is funny absolutely. <laughs> this, this is a good feel good topic this is another yep. good one and this is a good yep. conversion on a on what we did with handmaid's tale but uh, yeah. it's definitely like one of those um i just started this actually which is funny oh yeah because, you're gonna you're gonna um, finish it man it's great it's great it, <laughs> yes I, and i like I, i'm not like super big on network sitcoms like the 30 minute whatever you know mm-hmm. like stage setting it's it's not always appealing but this yep. is like that generation of like those you know the 30 rocks the communities like the office yep. um and it and it's and it's got a good vibe to it and i like sort of like halfway through season one what i'm getting is like all these people are sort of told that they're like in the good place but mm-hmm. they all sort of like feel like maybe they're undeserving for one yep. reason or another they feel like yep. hey i was actually a bad person and i think we can all relate to that you know no yeah. matter how how uh how good you feel about yeah. you know what you're it's doing us. in the world right now we all we all sin yeah yeah exactly definitely. so we yeah. all fall for it's it relatable. And, and exactly <laughs> so and and it's it's a very good yeah very good heartwarming kind of show so um and you know it's just about being a flawed flawed human so um you know none of us is is without sin you know uh exactly nbc or whoever produces that you can put that on the dvd for free um um, (laughs) i don't i don't need to take a cut i mean it's doing well so you know people have already watched it no let's not if if, if (laughs) i get ads and they start marketing off it i mean you need that yeah that one's on i'm sure that one's available everywhere but i i've been watching that on netflix though for the no, people that don't know guys. where to find it. Yeah, yeah. And I want to say I just happened upon that show. Like I accidentally turned it on Netflix and then I just couldn't stop watching it, man. So I just got lucky on that one because I, I don't think anyone would have ever recommended it to me. But I started watching it and I'm like, yo, this is good. Like, let's keep going. <laughs> Netflix kept recommending it to me. I never got myself to watch it because I didn't like the trailers. Nah, but, give it a right. shot, bro. Give it a shot. Give, give a couple episodes. I watched uh, and, Mars. So. And I was like kind of bamboozled into I was like, is 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 uh Kristen Bell gonna be like this like very annoying, like nice person? Like and then when they do the flip where she's like, Oh, I don't oh, deserve that's great, to be here. And you oh, get all the flashbacks great. of like, I was like, all right, this is totally her bag as far as yep. like humor that she should be doing. So it's a yep. very it's a very smart, it's a very uh self-aware show too. With just the way that they uh set these people up ted danson yep. is amazing in it too um i can't shout out you know enough that the performers gets, on there enough. he gets even better he gets even better yeah. man they're great they're great some weird stuff happens in that show where you're just like his, what are they doing with it too, i'm not i'm not sure what the lady's name is but the lady that plays like the robot assistant the siri or whatever of of the good place she's amazing um yeah, steals, yeah. The, steals the scene every time she's on oh yeah she's she's so funny in that show too so funny bunch of characters right. man yeah <laughs> it will um, make you and, laugh and and william jackson harper is a good person to to segue into my my number one which is Ooh. is not necessarily in the topic but this is a good one that i liked that i, I maybe i'm not proud of but i think this is a good show I, I, and <laughs> and it's it's a sappy it's a sappy one this one's love life on hbo uh hbo okay. max for for y'all that are fancy that pay for that um <laughs> i pay for it i'm I like please pay for your subscription services, you know, like, but if you have homies that have logins, you know, that's cool too. We can all need to support it, but you know, don't jailbreak your, your uh, fire. Um, so yes. Uh, oh, love life on HBO. Okay. 
on HBO, um, season two is the one with with William Jackson Harpin, but season one has has um, Anna Kendrick as the lead, and it's just a show. It's a show about romance. It's about romantic relationships, but more it's about you know the show is about relationships you have in your life with your friends, family, and all that. And so mm-hmm. it's about like this this girl trying to find the one, but like all of those people that you know you need as a support system around you, um, in in having a love life. So. Um, but season okay. two, you know, it's, it's the messy white girl drama season one. But I, I wanted to put this on the list mainly because season two, you know, they kind of flipped the script. My, my boy, William Jackson Harper, who um, who I'm I'm not like proud to, or I'm not ashamed to say that I've been told <laughs> I look like before. Um, you know, I don't know how to feel about that because it was back when he was somebody told me that when he was on the good place that I looked like William Jackson Harper. I felt like he's a little bit goofy, little corny looking, um, hey, at least hey, on that show. Hey, if they say you look like somebody they like, then you look like that person. I'm not denying it necessarily, but I felt some type of way because he's got a very Carlton-esque vibe in the thumbnails that I also, before I watched the show, you know, but uh, I would say I, I I I love him as a performer, and I'm I'm you know he's a great dude. He's a very talented guy, but it's not an insult. You know, I'll take the compliments. I look like William Jackson Harper. Uh, don't don't Google me. Don't look at my. Instagram. I've been um, I've been but, told uh, I've been told three stacks so multiple <laughs> times. I've been told I look like three stacks. So I'm like whatever, man. I'll I mean, take with, it. With the, with the white people, they'll say a lot of celebrities. I get Cam Newton yep. too sometimes. Yeah, uh, sounds I about right. I see Cam Newton. No, I, I see Cam. I, I, <laughs> I, I get um I get Kendrick you know and and when okay. it was when I see I Kendrick the, too though I see when Kendrick I was switching hairstyles though it was like whatever the hairstyle was they were like yeah oh, yeah you look they didn't like even look dude. they didn't even like look at I, your face you just had the hairstyle like when I got the box braids it was it was Travis Scott yeah but when I like when I had the box braids in the ponytail they're like oh ASAP Rocky and I was yeah. like oh. they're not even. They're not even looking at you. They're just <laughs> looking at your hairstyle. Like, you're not even trying. I guess, I guess Travis still gets told that in public, too. I, I think I saw a video, which was funny. Like, last week, it could, somebody called him ASAP Rocky in public, and he was, oh, uh, and he, like, he, like, tried to make the dude flinch. This is definitely a long time ago. Like, he's in a much <laughs> more difficult situation at the moment, and he, uh, I'm sure he's not snapping at dudes in public. Uh, I'm sure he doesn't want to be seen in public. But um, I'm saying, right? <laughs> but, I got D-Wade. Chris Paul and oh, yes, Lil Wayne. Yeah. But Lil I Wayne. feel like you I can see the D Wade one. I I, I got that one. But I I, 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 I remember back in the day it was it was uh it was Puff for you. You wanted to look like Puff. <laughs> of course. Of Puff course. Yes. Everybody wanted to look like Puff. Yeah, yeah. You wanted that energy though. But yeah, uh, I yeah. And, <laughs> I still got the energy. Bro, I'm in a yeah. certain tie at work and I don't have to be. <laughs> I can wear whatever I want. I'm still in It's like super, everything is dry clean to the, like, you know, I've always yeah. been on my puffy type of vibe. That's always been my vibe. I'm just no, but, um, playing hard for the cameras. Yes, yes. But the, the show, William Jackson Harper, who I look like, we got off on a tangent there. But, um, you know, Love Life Season 2, he's like, it's about, you know, um, it's about this black guy and he, uh, you know, it's about his his relationships and his love life. And I think they do a lot of great you know, topics in there. They touch on the pandemic. They touch on the craziness that was 2020 with all the protests and stuff like that, you know, mm-hmm. through the eyes of a black man. And I think it's it's done very respectfully and well well done, especially, you know, a lot of shows are just forcing it in there. You know, the whole topic of COVID um, 
yep. the morning show it has done it extremely poorly but like i said we don't need to litigate that um <laughs> but it's a it's a it's a well-written show it's, it's a good vibe and uh love life that's definitely one i recommend that's my did that's you my number. did you watch the the first season too Yes, I watched the first season too. And, was it good? And if I have to say anything, uh, it is good. It is good. Okay, okay. I, I, I would say that Anna Kendrick is a solid lead, but she's also another one of those. Um, like, I don't like her as a main character, but it's like, <laughs> you know, kind of great that you don't like her. You, and yeah. you're like still okay with following her on this journey. Because I, I, yeah. I think that's a trap that a lot of people have fallen into. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that female characters need to be likable in shows. I really don't need anybody to be likable. Or yeah. I don't need any of my protagonists to be likable. You know, like Succession is one of the best shows on television right now. And um, and none of those people are good people. Like none of those people I'm like, I want to hang out with, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, I'll, and I'll bring it back to like Sopranos. Like the, those, those dudes, you know, Tony and the gang are hilarious, but obviously they really wouldn't want to hang out with a dude like me. <laughs> like <laughs> because of all the racism and the, you know, besides yeah. all that other stuff, like they're terrible people. So, I think there's this myth that people have to be likable for a show to be compelling. And I think, honestly, you know, we all want to just be, you know, human, have our warts and all, be honest on screen. So, um, you know, you don't have to like the characters. Like, stop trying to make your characters likable. I'm looking at you morning show again, because, I, I, you know, anytime I can, you know, catch a stray on the morning show, I'm just going to, you know, stop trying to make them likable. You know, they can be bad people. But uh, mm-hmm. Anna Kendrick is a really good, is, she's a prime example of a character like that, season one. It's still a great, that's a great season. And and honestly, um, sort of the story jags, you know, zags that they do in the first season are, are semi-mimicked in the second one. So I would say it's it's a little more fresh the, the first time, but they change the perspective a lot more in the second season. But um, okay. it's, it, it's a good, it's a good story and you still feel for her journey and uh, and getting to find that one. So, uh, you know, that, that's 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 my final uh, recommendation shows that are good that, you know, maybe we're not so proud of. So that, that's me, guys. And um, I think, Drew, you're next. Is this your number one? Yeah, this will be my last one. So. Uh, so the last one I watched is. Uh, it's Station 19. Oh, wait, hold on a second. Janine Lee Ortiz, just just Google that name, and then we'll, we can just talk about why I like Chuck. That's all we need to do. So, oh, okay. This one, yeah. I I mean, it, I I knew it was a fire drama. Oh, as a, I know you're always yeah. on these uh, yeah, on, That's on the, Chicago yep. fire. Chicago, I yeah, yeah. Chicago psych practice, you know. Yeah. <laughs> all the things I would never do, I I like those. <laughs> Okay, okay. So this is a this is I a like great analysis. Yeah. Okay. Station so so give us give us the pitch for station 19. So all right, so this <laughs> gorgeous um Puerto Rican chick that's the main lead that you should just watch, just be an actress and you know this, the this show. This and is then, um, <laughs> that's the pitch, yeah. That's the main reason. I, I that's the main reason. But I'll give you the other spiel. The other spiel is it actually goes through like certain topics in the life in you know everyday COVID-19 um issues with mental health um it goes through all Mm -hmm. relevant topics that are like we can all relate to yes Um, the only issue is it's a bunch of 
shorties and dudes that's all hooking up each other in the office. Everybody knows that's a bad decision. Don't do that. It's a bad decision. It's and, one and, of those and, things when it happens yeah. on the show. But yeah. some of those, like, don't, they're not role models, but at least they're good people that actually want to help other people. And they just yeah. killed off the, the, the main black dude. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Spoilers. Spoilers. Spoiler. Okay. Spoiler. But <laughs> I have to be honest with you. I have to be honest with you. It's not, it's not, it's not, the, the writing's not great. So, no, this isn't that list, though. We're not giving them it. book recommendations yes. here. You know, it's, turn your brain no. off. I only watch it because <laughs> of her. All right. I watched it. I followed her from Rosewood. She was on a show with, um, with our boy, um, Maurice Mo 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 Chestnut. Yes, Mo sir. Chestnut. My hey, Chestnut. he got about fifty teeth. Yeah, he had a, <laughs> he had a show with her, uh, Rosewood, that was great, and they just canceled it. I don't know why it's one of those shows. Yeah, they had great chemistry for what I it heard a, on that show. People, it was a great there. show. Just like Whiskey Cavalier is a great show. That's one one of my favorite recommendations. I try to give to everyone Whiskey it, Cavalier. It, yeah, it's tough for those ones though. If you're not pulling in 10 million viewers like every night on on like the channel three, four, fives, like you're 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 gonna get cut. Like that show was too good. If it, if it had any viewership issues, that was because of timing. That had nothing to do with the show because the show was great. I would and say marketing. Too. That's not what this show is. Too. This show, the show I'm talking about is about this gorgeous Puerto Rican chick that's a good actress, and she was on the show with the homie, with uh, you know. With Mo, so you know, I followed her, and I'm a big fan. I'm gonna watch everything until she's J Lo, and I can't watch anything she. <laughs> I mean, this, this this has some. This is a. Uh, it's got some names on here. So I mean, this is uh you know in Grey's Anatomy. So this is a Shonda Rhimes, uh feature picture whatever you know a Shonda Rhimes joint. I don't know if she has an, a a colloquial name for her things, but. Uh, Shonda of how to get away with murder and obviously scandal fame. So okay. you know okay. it's a good, it's a good, it's a good recommendation. I I I always love the workplace drama mess, especially with its you know when it's medical stuff. Um, and you've been through it personally. <laughs> I mean, I I've been through workplace mess, not on on the level that these shows go. You know, I'm not sleeping <laughs> around with coworkers. You know, I I I. Sometimes you have to learn from other people's mistakes, you know? Yes, like, best, way to, learn. best I, way to learn. I see it, you know, I observe and report, and obviously, you know, I'm uh, I'm also in a relationship, so I'm not looking to get into workplace mess. But uh, mm -hmm. yes, this, this, yeah, I, I love seeing it on TV because it definitely happens. People try to over, you know, overhype the drama, obviously. But, you know, it's definitely known that people usually meet people where you work. And, All right. you know, Actually, if you, can, if you can, you know, get your hands in a honey pot from where you're getting your money from, you know, why not? All right. Let me let me let me explain to you how awful it is in this show. So, one of the main characters of the show is actually in a relationship with the person that's directly responsible for her ex fiance's death. <laughs> now, just think about just. Think, that would never happen in real life, but somehow they figured out to make that happen in the show. I don't, I don't but know. Literally, yeah. this dude was reckless on the job and got her fiance murdered, and somehow now they're in a relationship. Yeah, that's 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 not even. Yeah, nah. <laughs> that's that's just broken. Right <laughs> yeah, that's that mess right there. It just draws you in. Like I, I need to watch this. Like, how are they gonna pull this off? I don't know. That's what draws me. In. 
And it's the ridiculousness of the idea that we're just going to pull it off. You're like, you're not going to question it. You're just going to keep watching. That's that's beautiful. That's beautiful. I think that's I think that's a great one to to finish up on. Was that was that all of ours? Yeah, I think I think that did it, man. I think that did it. All right. Well, thank thank you for having me on, fellas. I love I loved conversations like this. Um, I pre I I do enjoy the football talk as well. Like this is it's probably the only football talk I get. So I'm, yeah, you know, all of y'all who listen, keep supporting my brother Drew. Uh, stay tuned for whenever we do something. So, um, it's it's Simeon. I go by Mamba. Uh, but yeah, uh, thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, Mamba, thanks for having. Thanks for uh, jumping on, man. And I'm gonna be hitting you up and stealing some recommendations for you because the way you explain the way you explain these shows, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I want to watch Jenny and Georgia again, and I already watched. Yes, it. I mean, I, I got, I, I, I didn't think I'd get that hype about it, but I honestly, yeah, it doesn't deserve that level of excitement. But it, it really, yeah, is. it does it. It really it is. Does it. it really is entertaining if it's you not, you know, actually good. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's very entertaining. So. <laughs> All right, guys. Yes. Catch you on the flip side. All right. All right. Peace. Peace. All right, bro. So we're going to get into the city versus <laughs> Everton. My boys. Not a whole lot to say about this one. Um, I would say the biggest news was before the game, KDB's out. He's got COVID, contracted that through the international phase, uh, international break, I should say. Um, my boy Cole Palmer starting. <laughs> uh, he uh, he was he was great throughout the game. Um, How old is that kid, man? I think he's nineteen. Hey, doing his thing. You know, I'm being reckless with the age right now, but I think he's like 19. I don't think he's 20 yet. He's <laughs> super young. He's 19 or 20. And um, he just looked great, man, especially in that false time position. I didn't expect him to be there, um, but he's he's 19. But um, yeah. I just, man, um, he's got he's got some command, kind of like KDB, but like just from the size standpoint, not definitely not the same player that the point is. He's more of a finisher type of guy, but um super talented kid you know i'm happy to see that especially after sterling talking all that he wants to go on low and get get moved (laughs) um so you know gray goes down early in this game around the 14 minute mark um wobie replaces him uh, that doesn't really change a whole lot. I mean, they didn't feel like they were threatening us throughout the whole game. We pretty much dominated them throughout. Um, yeah, Sterling takes a dive early on, trying to get a foul. You know, it's just type of James Harden type of crap that like is so annoying to me. Just like keep playing football. Like, like there's no point of getting a, trying to get a foul in that opportunity. Like. We we could have had a better chance of scoring if we just kept possession instead of diving on the ground because someone put their foot in front of your foot. Like you're in a box, that's gonna happen. It's like whatever. I'm not gonna get on too much tangent about Sterling. It is what it is. Um, but um, Kinsella actually catches him on a great one of those. Uh, it was similar to the solid pass off the off his solid uh, left foot 
where he, he kicks off the you know, outside of his foot, mm-hmm. curls the ball in, perfect ball to um, Sterling. Sterling taps it in. Easy finish. They try to over like, exaggerate how good of a finish it is. All he had to do was keep the ball going straight and it wanted to go. But uh, I I think I think it was a nice finish. I think I think you you just you just a Sterling hater. You're not no, a fan. No, no. I think it was a all tough he had finish. To do was hit, all he had to do was hit the ball. If he as all long right, as he bro. keeps the ball, he didn't have to direction it. Well, I I honestly think he almost mishit it. Honestly. Because I don't, I don't because think it was so an easy sorry, finish. He almost missed it. That's, <laughs> I think he almost he missed hit it. When I when I watched it, I think he almost missed hit it. He did. Like, yeah, That's yeah. Because he's been trash. It's been fair off. enough. But if he was a fair enough, if that was Ronaldo, that would have been tucked in clean. Yeah. like he didn't. Yeah, you he, could tell he didn't strike it clean. You're right. You're right. <laughs> it was deflected off his foot. It barely even fully like <laughs> reacted to it. If he would have kid it strongly, it would have been straight in. But it flicked yeah. off his foot like it was a deflection. It should have been an easier goal, but he made it hard because he almost missed it. He's been playing like hey, has been in the in the center field or in that far side position. He's just like whatever. it's a good finish because he made it happen. But if you expect your strikers to be able to hit that ball, it wasn't a, it was a perfect pass. It was the, the pace on the ball was perfect. Yeah, it was a, it was a dime. It was a dime. Absolutely, you know, <laughs> absolute dime. Um, but you know, uh, we actually, um, you know, to close the show with Rodri. Um, I thought it was super lucky, but you know, he that was a good hit, man. <laughs> that was a good shot. This is after you know the after the break around the fifty fifty fifth minute mark. Um, just as great strike off a deflection, and um, Rodri just puts it in the left corner with great pace. It's one of those shots like it. Most players can't keep the ball, you know, above the goal from that distance with that kind of power. It's not something that's often like there's not that many players that can do that consistently. Yeah, and they usually hit. They usually hit him over. As a matter of fact, he had one today, even though it was on his left foot that he missed. He had a chance to do the same thing, and he missed it on his left foot. So, yeah, it's hard to keep those down and on target when the ball's like coming to you. So. I was impressed with the strike. I was impressed with it. <laughs> yes, it's it's a great strike. Um, can't take anything away from it. It's just one of those lucky things that we can't. As a City fan, I'm not looking – like, those type of plays don't change the way I feel about the season in any way. Those are the things that just happen throughout the season For, with any great player. You're going to have one of those <laughs> crazy strikes that will use super accurate from the distance, and that's not really your thing. If I see it from one of those consistently great players like KDB in his prime or, or somebody like that, then I would I'll take notice of it more. But if I know if it's one of those players, like I'm just you're just gonna have one of those nights where you're just playing out of your mind, then yeah. But Rodri's mostly his point is to be a defensive player. All I need him to be is be consistent that defensive midfielder, and I'm not asking anything more from him because we have plenty of guys that can create. We just need people that can finish. Feel it. Feel it. And that's why y'all got Sterling. <laughs> All right. So, this season takeaways, I'm happy where we're at. Um, for me, the Kinsella was the player of the match. And just, I mean, he's a, great, he's a great player. He just 
he makes a lot of mistakes defensively or risk, I should say, um, that sometimes turn into mistakes, devastating mistakes in some of the games we played early this season that bother me. But um, because he's so talented as a defensive player, um, as a passer, um, it's kind of, it's, I can't just keep showing hate. Like, I don't want him to be on the team. I just want yeah. him not those mistakes because I feel like the, we have enough offense. We need dudes to be consistent on defense and not do the Laporte type of garbage that <laughs> makes me want to like, curse up a storm and repent. <laughs> anyway, so if you had any notes on that, we can go to the next um... one. I don't think so, man. But I like to hype. I like to hype my players when I catch them early in the season, and they continue to do work. And Cancelo is one of those that I caught early in the season. I'm like, this dude is good, and he should have been playing for a long time, and he's still doing his thing. And the only people that's really caught him out defensively has been Salah, but Salah's been the best player in the league this year. So it's like, what do you expect? Um, so. So yeah, that's that's my take on it. It's like y'all, y'all dominated Everton. Everton still looked lost without Decore, um, and they just—I don't know—but like for them, like they just got to worry about staying up, like and hope they healthy next year because they just dealing with a lot of injuries and they can't really do anything. You can't really get mad at the coach, like he's players all hurt, so yeah, they can't get consistent. Yeah, they don't have they don't have enough depth for dealing with injuries like Liverpool don't even have enough depth for dealing with injuries. So it's like, yeah, it is what it is. All right. So we can go to our last game. Tottenham versus Leeds. I don't have a whole lot to say about this one. This is right before the NFL stuff. So I only saw a little bit of it, but I mean, yeah, yeah. most important part of it. Um, well, for for me, I think in the first half, Leeds were playing really well. Um, I think they got a similar issue to Everton, to where they just are missing their finishers. Like, not that Bamford is unstoppable in front of goal, but he's a presence and he can finish. He's been out most of the season. Their best player for me is Rafinha. He was out this game. But uh, in the first half, they were still able to put some stuff together. Harrison had some beautiful footwork and basically embarrassed the right back Emerson basically just skipped around him and played a ball into James and James scored. Um, unfortunately that's pretty much all you get from James. This game is that tap in that was made from Harrison. Um, Tottenham, I guess get back into the game in the second half. Um, they played a ball out to Regulon. Regulon crosses the ball in. Really good cross to Lucas. Lucas with really good control, and he ends up finding Hoijberg. I think that's how you say this man's name. <laughs> and uh, goalie's out of position, so Hoijberg just kind of knocks it in. So that's a good goal. And then um, the second goal for Tottenham, Eric Dyer takes a free kick. Regulon is just being real smart, like he's in good position, not offside, runs on and scores a rebound. Um, I got to say, like, there's a lot of hype around Tottenham because they brought in Conte. He's a 
big name coach known for winning trophies and stuff like that. But this game against a, a weakened league side who's missing, I guess you could say their two best attackers in Bamford and Rafinha. I wasn't that impressed. I wasn't that impressed with Spurs. Like, they're happy. They went home with a win, but I think more than anything, Harry Kane is uh, stealing a living for Tottenham right now. That's how I truly feel, and he hasn't shown up this season. Um, I don't think you mean Son played this game. If he did, I, I ain't seeing. I, I thought Son was actually good. I oh, thought, you thought he was good? I, I missed. I, I missed out. Son, Son played all right. Yeah, I thought he had moments. <laughs> okay, uh, okay. Yeah, I just feel like Kane ruined the chemistry. Where I feel like Son should be the main, you know, the, the lead on this team and. The way they start out the season against, especially against us. Yeah, he killed. Uh, he killed it early in the season. But he should be like people should be setting him up. But he actually made plays about this game. Mm-hmm. I like I like the way some playing. I think he's been pretty consistent. We're talking about like all star teams, you know, like with NBA. Uh, he'd be one of those dudes that just gets votes because for me he's been good. Um, yeah, he he would make he would make the all star team if they if they did enough. You know, because, like, he'd be like the Damian Lillard that would just do it for the team that's really not up there kind of thing, I guess. Maybe that's a good comparison. You better with those than me. But he's he's got all the talent to play on any team. Like, he's got the left foot, the right foot. He can cut inside and everything. Like, he's I think he keep he's super skilled. Yep. yep. He's, he's super skilled. Goes past people. Gets his shot off. Like, he's – yeah, my brother says all the time that he just needs to leave Tottenham, that he's never going to win anything while he's at Tottenham, and he just needs to go somewhere else while he's still He just young. needs somebody to set him – to be consistently set him up. Like, if he – if you know, like, mm-hmm. some Fernandez or somebody, Bruno, somebody – Yeah, yeah, somebody like that, yeah. Set him up. He can yeah. – because he's good being able to just – good, like, first touches off of difficult passes. He's one of those yep. players that – Really good off of that's what Sean in this game to me. That's what stand up out to me. It's like they there were a lot of plays where there would be balls that were sent to him that were too much pace on the ball, but I'm gonna make something happen out of it just because I'm good at being able to control yep. the ball because I'm a baller. Yes, yeah. so he made a lot of plays like that in this game. Obviously, you know, it wasn't. Nothing that was statistical that you could buy, I guess. Okay. Back on the yeah. stats. Yeah, yeah. This game, um, I like the way he played. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like a Jorginho. You don't really always have the best stats, but if you watch the game, like, man's controlling the game, you know? Um, it's a plus-minus type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, always coming through with the comparisons. Love that. Love that. Um. Okay, I think I think that was about it. You you want to talk about Ole or not? <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna go to weekend takeaways, man. So okay, okay. This is where we talk about the things that happen. We've been on a break. We took a couple of weeks off. So, mm-hmm. what are your takeaways? Um, all right. So it don't even have to be a weekend because it's been a couple of weeks. Um, well, of course, I'm I'm happy with Chelsea. Um. We still at the top of the league. Like we still got breathing room at the top of the league too, which is great. Um, players slowly coming back from injury. Like we got Pulisic back in, 
Timo's been back in. Lukaku's like on his way back. But then, of course, we got hit with another injury bug here. Chilwell looks like he might be out for the rest of the season, which is tough. Which is tough. We do have Marcus Alonso, but we still need another left back. So I'm anxious to see what they do if they move Aspie to the left back position or what they do with it. Um, but it just skips Tuchel. Another thing to think about, but he's, I mean, he's been, he's been amazing. Like I've never seen a coach come in and have this kind of impact on the team. You got, got Chilwell and you got Alonzo. Yeah, yeah, so, but Chil- but yeah, but Chilwell's so Chilwell's but Chilwell's out though. That's what I'm saying. Chilwell just got injured, so you can't play him because he's he, oh, no, he just no, got oh. injured. He just had an injury. Chalaba, my bad. Oh yeah, yeah. Chalaba might be able to play like that. You're right. You can play both of those, and you don't have to sit Alonzo. You can play Alonzo if you want to play Alonzo. You can play Alonzo. Yeah, it's just I I was just thinking backup for Alonzo if Alonzo's not fit or something like that. So because right now it's Alonzo. It's right now. It's Alonzo or Chilaba, right? It's it's basically, not, basically uh, like now. Now it'll be Alonzo. He'll be the number one, and we just need somebody for him to spare him. You know. Um. But yeah, the other thing is just Ole being out at United. I think he's got. I think he's had a lot of chances. Like I don't think anybody's had more opportunities than him to bring his team back from the dead because they always go on streaks where they lose three or four games and everybody thinks he's going to be out and then they win two games and they're just like, nah, he's the one. But he's finally out and I think they're still looking for a new coach. I don't think they decided yet. They had the assistant take over and that's going well so far, but that's where we are with United. <laughs> yep, and I, and I said this to you, that he's not going to survive a game where he loses to that team. Watford, right? <laughs> you can't lose that. At, when you're on the hot seat, what they say in the states. Yep. It, you can't. You can't lose a game to, you know, to Cleveland. You can't. I guess that's a diss of Cleveland now, but like, you know, one of those teams, the Dolphins or something like that, is always bad every year. The Jets or something. Like you can't lose that game when you're on the hot seat. So. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I knew that was gonna happen. Uh, Ronaldo can't even say you on that one. I watched a little bit of that one too. It was, just, it was so it was entertaining as a city fan just to watch them crumble. But yeah, yeah, I think just not being from England, like obviously United and City is like a rivalry or whatever. I think like Tottenham, Arsenal, or something Chelsea rivals, but it's like to me, I don't even feel like I have a true rivalry with anybody. Maybe maybe City because we're one and two right now. I feel like it, but. I don't like love seeing teams lose in the Premier League unless they're close to us in the table, if that makes any sense. You know, like. No, I, I hate I think, United fans because of the way they talk on social media. It's, it's, yeah, that's fair. That's fair, though. But that's fair. But I don't I don't have a team that I hate in the Premier League. You know what I mean? I just love Chelsea and that's it. I don't even care about any other team. Listen out. <laughs> you need a team that you just hate and, and they're, they're losing makes you – the tears are yummy to you, like just seeing them. I mean, like you need I mean, as a you, fan. Yeah, you, the, that you said I need that. I mean, I, 
I'll, I'll look for it. I guess it some, well, for a while, for a while it was Arsenal because my boy Ozil, they just did him dirty, like the way he left the team. So for a while I wanted to see them lose, but I got, I got over it, man. I got over it. And now they're playing better. And I'm like, good for them, bro. Good for them. <laughs> kind of is what it is, but it's just, it's just Chelsea. They say, in, I think they say in England, pro- proper Chelsea. That's, that's me. I'm proper Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> that's it <laughs> yeah no that that that, that hate is, is just such a delicious thing you need somebody to hate in sports like patriots fans just somebody like that who just annoys you man. you need that especially as a fan and that's united to me because of the way they talk crazy about my boy him and the Bruno arguments and all the other different arguments that they're trying to make it's just so ridiculous and stupid and insulting and they should be so relevant because they're not relevant yeah. well neither one neither one of them relevant this year because yeah. De Bruyne can't stay healthy and Bruno not do it either. <laughs> yeah but De Bruyne team winning so De Bruyne gets credit yeah <laughs> you get credit they win it without him though so does he get the credit <laughs> that culture you just built that culture up you put that time can, in you know? can, can, Cancelo basically is De Bruyne this year yeah he's, yeah, he's playing great yeah, he's no <laughs> KD so, will get healthy and then we'll have a chance but if KD doesn't get healthy then we'll have a chance to beat y'all this year That'll be the key. So I don't care how long he's got to sit. Let him sit three weeks if he got to sit three weeks. We need him at the end because we need to win the Champions League. Please. I don't care about winning the Premier League this year. I need, it. I need something else. Like I'm chasing a different high this year. Like let's 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 do something great. And win that league because we haven't won that. I don't even I don't even know if we win it at all, but. Not on the pack. I feel you. I feel you. I think I think the rest of the city is feeling the same way. And obviously it'd be icing on the cake if you got both, but the priority is the it's the Champions League for sure. For sure. All right. So I guess that's our own our last breakdown of the weekend. Let's go through next game predictions, and then we can be out. Okay. Um, we just going to do our teams? Yeah. Sir. Okay. Um, we have Manchester United. Um, my prediction for this one is going to be 2-1. Um, only because I don't know who we're going to have an attack. If I knew who we were going to have an attack, I would be a little more respectable towards us and say like 3-1, but because of all the injuries and stuff like that and people that are going to get rested, I'll be cautious and I'll say 2-1. I think our defense is really good, um, but I can see somebody giving away a penalty. And Ronaldo scoring it, so yep. I'll say I'll say Reese James probably gets another goal because he's been on fire, and whoever our striker is gets a goal. Um, I'm assuming it's going to be Pulisic. I think he's the healthiest and probably in the best form of our strikers. So I'm gonna say a goal for Reese James, goal from Pulisic, and a penalty from Ronaldo. <laughs> 
right. Sounds good. So uh, we play West Ham. I'm thinking uh Damn, I, don't think boy. I don't I don't think they score on us. So I, I, I'm thinking a 2-0. I'm mm. thinking uh this is a Jesus scores and um Okay. I'll say Gundigan scores. Gundogan. All right. Yeah. Easy game. I don't no pressure. I'm just chilling for last year. On the turkey for no, the no, no, no respect for West Ham at all. Huh? You don't even no, think they go, no, they touching no, y'all. Nothing whatsoever. I feel comfortable. I feel good the way we're at. Like I just feel great. The way Cole played this past weekend just has me feeling. This guy, you feeling good? Huh? Yeah, we can just put anybody out there. Yeah, we okay. Play, like we're playing really well. Like y'all, we're really yeah. Playing well. I yeah. Like I don't think we. And then the way Edison's been playing, I don't think we give up a goal. Not yeah, all. yeah. The way the way we're dominating the ball is just all on us to take the chances, and it's the same with y'all. It's like y'all are y'all are gonna dominate the ball like y'all been doing against West Ham, and it's just on taking the chances when they come because they're gonna come. <laughs> you know, yeah. they're gonna come. Yeah. They're gonna have shots. You know, especially yeah. when plays like they're gonna have opportunities, but I just don't yeah. think they're gonna. Yeah. All right, bro. Yo, it's been been great, bro. It's been a pleasure. Obviously, Always a pleasure, bro. Always a pleasure. We're gonna keep this up um every yes, week. Sir. We had a little break, but we're getting on tune and the audio things will get better. We back That's at it. We back at it. Stay with us. <laughs> Stick right, with bro. us. All right, bro. One. All right, one.